Hello, hello. Happy Thursday. This is episode 274, and I'm super excited because I am answering a direct question from one of you, my faithful listeners. This is actually a question I've had a couple of times, and I'm excited to answer it. The timing just worked out perfect. So before we get into that, I just wanted to let you know, if you've been listening for a while, you've heard me share how the Lord has really been making it so abundantly clear to me that my priorities have been quite flipped, very much out of whack. And he's definitely used the fire to shine a spotlight on it, isn't it? A change of scenery, a change of situation, you know, it just shakes things up enough where you're like, whoa, I'm seeing things from a different perspective. Like, have you ever... I don't know. Do you remember being like in college or school or whatever and you wrote a paper and then you come back to it maybe a day later and you're like, "Ooh, I've got a new perspective on it." It's just some time, right? And you're you're looking at it through fresh eyes. Anyways, that is what the Lord has been doing. So, I am working on a series that I'm going to be sharing about very soon. In fact, next week I'm going to give you a a broader picture of what this series looks like. But But, but, but I would absolutely love to hear from you. Now, I know sometimes you guys are just a little reticent to shoot me me an email or a message or whatever. It's okay. I won't bite. I want to hear from you. And especially those of you who fall into this category. One, you're married. Yes, I absolutely. I want to hear from those of you who are married and are running a business, or you could be working full or part-time. You know, you have those job responsibilities, those work responsibilities. If you fall into those two categories, it's not an or, it's an and. I want those of you who are married as well as running a business and or working part-time, because I know many of you are, maybe you maybe have a, a virtual business, a social selling business, you have a brick and mortar business, but then also you have some sort of full or part-time position outside of that. So anyways, have I clearly explained that? But really the key part of it is that you are married. So here is the question that I have for you. What is your, and it's broad, I get that. What is your biggest struggle when it comes to balancing marriage, your husband, and those business slash work responsibilities. I would love to hear from you guys about that. What is your biggest or what are your biggest struggles when it comes to balancing your marriage and your husband and those business work responsibilities? I can't even express to you enough how much it would mean to me. You can either email me Or you can click the link in the show notes. There's a short Google form and it might help you, you know, guide you just through a couple of questions that I have there because I really want to hear from you. I have some ideas because I fall into those categories, but I want to hear from you. And also, just so you know, there may, there just may be a Q&A with Mr. Growth Against the Grain. So ask all your questions. We're actually going away this weekend and just having some time to talk about this and uh, flesh some of these things out. But anyways, long and short of it, there is a link in the show notes. Click on it, go over, you can answer those questions. Or if you just have a, you know, something you would rather email me, go for it. Um, but I can't wait to hear from you. So 
Without any further ado, let's get started into today's episode. Hey, Kingdom Builder. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Okay, like I said at the very beginning of the intro there, I am answering a listener's question. So here it is. Hey, Michelle, I was listening to your podcast today. When you asked for recommendations, I got to thinking. I'd love to know how you read the Bible, resources you use, things you like to search for, highlight, underline, etc. I'd love to know it all. Thanks so much. Loving the podcast. And this is from Cheyenne. Thank you, Cheyenne. I always love hearing from you. She's such a sweetheart. And I love hearing from all of you. So if you have a question, I would love to hear it because that helps me know, you know, what direction to go in and just helps with content. So if you have something specific, please, please, please feel free to email me or message me, DM me on Instagram um, or in the Facebook community or wherever. So I love this question. And it's been one that many of you have asked over the last couple of years. And to be perfectly frank, it's something that I've struggled with, but I finally feel like I'm hitting my stride when it comes to studying the Bible and how how I do that. So I want to make a distinction here between personal Bible study and doing a Bible study or reading through a devotional. Okay, so doing a Bible study or reading a devotional. uh, Well, let's go with Bible study first. Whether you're doing that on your own or in a group, it's amazing. And, And I absolutely am pro going through a Bible study. The Lord is absolutely going to speak to you through that study. He's currently speaking so loudly to me through one that I am going through with a group at the moment. But there's something incredibly personal about personal time with the Lord, which is different than that Bible study or even a devotional that you're going through. When I'm saying personal time with the Lord, I mean actual time in the Bible. There is a place for group or individual Bible study as you're going through a book or a topic or whatever. There's also a place for a devotional, which is a great way to kind of take a broader topic and and give it just um, maybe more teeth for you, you know, something to, to really grab onto. There's usually some, you know, anecdotal a portion to that that just makes it kind of brings it down to a, an understandable level. But I... I have always struggled with 
that time because I feel like, yes, there's so many resources out there, but, but God's word is sufficient, right? What does the Bible tell us? That his word is active and living and sharper than any two-edged sword. So God's word is enough. I love the resources and please do not get me wrong that I'm saying all you need to do is go through God's word and and throw everything else away. That is not what I'm saying at all. But I also want to be clear that all we need is God's word. Like that's it. But there are some really great resources. Okay. So I didn't really understand the difference between like a Bible study and personal Bible study time until really maybe a couple months ago. But I've been incorporating reading through a psalm as my personal quiet time slash devotion, like whatever you want to call it, that personal time with the Lord. And it's been an incredible time where I've really seen the Lord shining a spotlight in things on things in my life. Like he's like, oh, hello, we're going to illuminate some of these things here. So like I said, I am all for resources, commentaries, websites, and there's so many different things out there. But really the biggest change for me has been a very simple process. But before I share that process with you, and you're going to be like, wow, that really is simple. Um, But before I share that with you, I also think it's important to set yourself up for success. So when, I'm going to go back just a little bit, when I was potty training the girls, I I wanted to set them up for success. And I didn't let them drink water or milk or whatever it was all day long and then be like, well, wait, why did you have an accident? Like I would set them up for success. I can remember Ellie, she was my first one. You know, I would let her have some water and then I would set a timer for like an hour and or an hour and a half, whatever I had determined was like the length that her bladder could go. And then at that hour time, I would start taking her to the bathroom and we would try and go body and until she went to the bathroom. And then so she could get that sensation so she could understand that whole process. Right. And then after she went to the bathroom, we would start that process all over again. My whole meaning behind that was to set her up for success, to train her, to teach her, to give her those resources available to her, right? So, you know, different, but the same, the idea of setting ourselves up for success. One thing that I have done is I, well, first I like to get up early. That for me, it comes natural to me. I like the quiet in the house. So these are some things that I have done to set myself up for success. There aren't any distractions. Now, you do not have to get up early. If you have little ones, like I get it. Every minute is precious. And you're like, I am not getting up until I need to get them up. Totally fine. There are seasons in life. But the Lord wants to spend time with you. And he wants to spend time with you when you are not distracted. So find a time where you will not be distracted. That is setting yourself up for success, right? You also don't need three hours. So find a time where maybe, you know, you can have 15, 20 minutes. The other side of this coin is mamas. We are to train our children to utilize their time to be able to um, do things independently. I get all kids are different, 
but we do need to teach our kids to work independently. So whatever that looks like for you, maybe it's letting them watch their favorite show for 15 or 20 minutes or, you know, saving some of their favorite toys for 15, you know, where they can look forward to using those things, iPad time, whatever it is, you figure that out. But the whole point is finding a time where you will not be distracted. Two, I have all of my stuff, all of my Bible study stuff in one place. I went to the dollar spot, which by the way, at Target, I don't think there's anything there for a dollar. It's all like three and five dollars. Anyways, I digress. But I found this cute little gold basket and I put my Bible, my notebooks, my Bible study, all of that kind of stuff in there. It's cute. Don't underestimate the power of cuteness. Your children, they use it very well on you. The same with, you know, keeping storing all of our stuff. Um, everything's in one place. I'm not running around the house looking for everything. Plus, did I mention it's cute? I have everything right, th- now, right there. I actually need to to clean it out a little bit because too many things have gotten piled in there. Uh, my friend, Brittany Poppy, she has the Good Good News podcast. I shared about her before. She was the first one I saw like putting her cute basket together. I'm like that. It's one of those things that's so simple, right? And yet I love it. And it has really helped transform that time and really setting me up for success. The third thing I do is I have a cozy spot on the couch where I can curl up. I have my coffee and now I get to spend time with Jesus. I have my blanket. Like I am already, I am, I am ready. My body knows like this is time with Jesus. Okay. So I've got everything on my lap. I'm ready to go. I've got all my resources. What do I do? Here is my process. Again, I'm going to tell you this is so simple and yet blew my mind. First, I pray. Simple prayer. I ask the Lord, Father, I'm I'm opening your word. Speak to me through your word. Because like we said before, the Bible, God's word is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. It can pierce between bone and marrow. I want to I, I want to start that time and just be like, Spirit, Father, speak to me through your word. Simple. I'm not asking this. I'm not, I, unless I have something to confess before the Lord, you know, then, but I, this is just my time to say, hey, Lord, I'm here. Speak to me. Talk to me through your word. Number two, I read whatever it is I'm reading. I've been reading through different Psalms, um, but I read until I feel a heaviness from the Holy Spirit. And I don't know about you, but I have underestimated the power of the Holy Spirit for far too long in my life. And the first time I read, I started in Psalm 46 and Psalm 46 starts with, hold on, I had it here and then I closed it. Um, You've likely heard this. Psalm 46. So I was like, okay, the first time I did this, I'm like, Holy Spirit, speak to me through your word. I kid you not, I get to verse one. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And I feel this heaviness in my spirit. I just started, my eyes were welling up with tears. And I was like, oh, okay, Lord. So this is what it's going to look like. This is you speaking to me. And I stopped. Because in the past, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, and keep going. No, I came to this 
chapter, to this verse, to this book for the spirit to to shine a light on something. So once I read and I feel that heaviness in my heart and I feel this the spirit speaking to me, I stop and I write it down. I record it in my in my notebook. I I have a a prayer notebook um, and I just put it in there. And so I write that verse down. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And then fourth, I pray, Father God, what are you teaching me through this? I want you to be my refuge and strength. I don't want to look to the left or to the right. I want my eyes to be firmly focused on you. Show me throughout the day where I take my eyes away from you, Lord, where I divert my attention and put them on anything other than you. And wouldn't you know it, he does. Throughout the day, my uh, then what I do, number five, is apply it. Throughout the day, he makes it abundantly clear the ways in which I have taken my eyes off of him and I have found refuge and strength in my husband, my children, my new kitchen, my, you know, like all of those little things going to target. Oh, this will comfort me because X, Y, Z happened. No, no, no. My refuge and strength is in God Almighty, the King of the universe, the the one who makes the, the morning turn to darkness, the one who puts thoughts in my in my head. Like that's who my refuge and strength is. There is power in the word of God. So, friend, I'm gonna share this with you again. First, I pray. I ask, I invite the Holy Spirit into this process because we got to do it together because Michelle is not a good Holy Spirit. Number two, I read whatever it is I happen to be reading at that moment. I read through that. And as soon as I feel the, the heaviness of the spirit, I don't always get tears, but I do get a heaviness in my heart. And I know that this is the Holy Spirit talking to me. I stop. I record it. I write it down. Number four, I pray. I pray over that. I ask the Lord to open my eyes and make me aware of the ways in which I am not whatever or or whatever that verse happens to be. And then number five, I apply it. Sometimes this is five minutes. Sometimes it's longer than that because I'm here for for however the Holy Spirit is going to speak to me. Once I've gone through that, that is my personal Bible study time. That is the time where I am talking to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is talking to me. Once I've gone through that, then I move on to reading through the Bible. As you know, I've been reading through the Bible using the five-day reading plan. So then I go on to that and I read through there. But before I start that, I pray. And, and this is exactly what I pray. Oh, Father, open my eyes, my heart, my soul, my mind every fiber of my being, that I might know you in a deeper, more intimate way, that I might understand your goodness, your mercy, your judgment in a way that I've never seen before. Because I'm reading through the Old Testament and the New Testament. I want my eyes to be open to who my God is. And and. And then I I start reading. I go through what is planned for me to read that particular day. Um, And then maybe I'll go on to any other Bible study I'm working on. I have about an hour and 15 minutes every morning that I can devote to Bible study. 
My kids are older. I'm in a different place in life than maybe some of you are. Maybe you have 15 minutes. Okay, use that 15 minutes. Maybe you can, you know, you can spread things out throughout the day. The last thing I want you to walk away with is go, oh my goodness, I need to wake up at 3 (laughs) a.m. so that I can spend time with Jesus because Michelle says she spends an hour and 15 minutes or an hour with the Lord. No, this is, this is between you and the Lord. You figure that out. I would just say, make sure it's a time where you are not distracted. Okay. As far as, um, Cheyenne also asked, um, you know, what do I, what do I search for or highlight or underline? It really depends on the season of life I'm in. Personally, I love to write in my Bible. There's something really sweet for me about opening the Bible up to a page. Maybe, you know, my pastor, we're going through Romans. And so I'll open to Romans and I see areas where the Lord has really impressed upon my heart to write notes or do different things. Um, You know, anytime I open up Ephesians or Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, or Colossians, it is just riddled with notes and underlines and highlights. And, And I've tried to be better about writing a date in there. But I really just kind of, however the spirit moves and he impresses upon my heart, then that's what I, I will write in there. Or, you know, if there's a little note, um, maybe clarifying a Greek or a Hebrew word, you know, I, I like to put those things in there. Um, I do keep a jar of colored pencils in my, you know, area, my Bible study area. And one thing that I'm currently doing again, like I shared just a minute ago, Um, I really have not fully understood the Holy Spirit and his power. Like I understood, okay, we've got the Trinity. We've got God, the Father, God, the Son, and then there's God, the Holy Spirit. Yes, he lives inside me. But, you know, he's that that third one. Um, And admittedly, I have missed out on a lot of blessings because I've not completely understood his role in the the Trinity, his role in my life. So one thing that I'm currently doing is every time, as I've read through the Old Testament, especially, I am amazed at how many times I see the Spirit, capital S, Spirit, or the Spirit of the Lord, or the Angel of the Lord, something along those lines. And I will highlight those things with a colored, a red colored pencil. I don't know why I chose red. Like, there was some reason behind it. I think because a Bible study I was doing, we were highlighting the spirit in red because we were going through Acts. So I was like, oh, I'll just continue that in um, the Old Testament. And it is amazing to me how many times the Holy Spirit shows up in the Old Testament. Isn't that wild? And so what I love is as I flip through the Old Testament, or maybe I come to, you know, I'm reading through something or at church and, you know, our pastor says, turn to whatever, Second Chronicles or Second Kings or, you know, something like that. Like I can look through and there's times where I see this red little highlight and it's the spirit of the Lord, the, you know, the spirit, something like that. And it's just this reminder that the triune God has been there from the very beginning and just It's just an opportunity for me to highlight the Holy Spirit. And then I continue that in the Old Testament. So that's just one thing that I'm currently doing. Um, Like I said, because I just feel like I I have 
I have misunderstood the Holy Spirit. Um, two words that are super impactful for me personally. I have a, I have them tattooed on my arm. Are the words "but God"? I feel like my life is a "but God" moment. I can look through so many different things. The fire, but. God in his mercy and kindness has done so many different things. So in blue, I will typically like circle it and then color that in. Um, I I like to circle with a pen transition words or phrases like uh, therefore, but for, in order that, so then, because they're showing a transition, like it's looking back to, okay, so we were talking about this. Now here's, here's the contrast, you know, those kinds of things. Um, I really wish I could say that I had a calculated plan, but one, that's just not me. And two, I really just do what the spirit is laying on my heart at that time in that season. What you do in your Bible is personal. It is between you and the Lord. I love those journaling Bibles. Again, it's just, it's just not me. Um, but if that's you, and you like to do all of that, do it. Awesome. Some people can't bring themselves to write in their Bible. That's totally fine. It's really just up to you. So these are just some simple things that I have done and am currently and constantly refining. And But it's really as I feel the Holy Spirit impressing upon my heart. So Cheyenne, I hope this answered your question, and I hope that this was helpful to anyone else who is listening and wondering, gosh, you know, what are some ways that I can be studying the Bible and just making it more personal? So friend, I, I'm i just going to pray for us. Father, go before each woman right now as she desires to know you deeper. Lord, I pray that she would cling to you and recognize that your word is active and living and sharper than any two-edged sword. I know of no other book that speaks to us, that is living, that is alive, like your words. Father, I just pray that you would go before her, that she would open your word and and hear you and see you in a new way. And in your son's name, amen. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or Click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.